This is Heinze, host of Harpoons and Beer, proud member of the ANZGC and the Escape Podcastaways Network. This show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Today's episode will contain spoilers for episode 9. You have been warned. I'm also here to remind you that no one is ever really gone. And never, never mess with the ANZGC. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast, we react to the week that was with 3v3GAC. Oh yeah. Our hashtag Return to Hoth campaign seemed to pick up some steam. But it remains to be seen if CG will actually respond. General Hugs gets a rework in his second week. But it isn't as bad as it could have been. Going Nerdy will be here as we merge streams and talk Mando in our second segment. And spoiler alert, yes, spoiler alert, we will be talking episode episode 9 in our third segment with him as well. And in honor of Thaddeus, we don our tinfoil hats and speculate what 2020 will bring to the game. We'll have 2020 vision, Nev. <laughs> um, oh, what else, Wells? Oh, yes, yes. And we set our sights on our Christmas week episode. Uh, you know what, Neil? You pilot the ship this week, why don't you? I am still processing episode nine. Oh, you got it, mate. All this and breaking news from the week right here on the Escape Pod. Cast. And welcome into this week's very, very special edition of the Escape Podcast. We will be simulcasting, um, but you'll still hear this on our normal channels, but we're going to be simulcasting with uh, Thaddeus from Going Nerdy for our weekly Talking Mando segment. And then after that, we're going to end up... uh, transitioning into talking rise of skywalker so this show i'm warning you now spoiler alert neil spoiler alert yes oh yes lots and lots of spoilers remember you and thaddeus have to see how see how many times you can go oh no oh wow you know so so spoilers everybody i haven't watched the movie so thaddeus and paul will be you know giving me spoilers now uh, full disclosure Obviously, I haven't watched the movie, but for the last three months, I've been reading every scrap of leak I could get my hands on. So I might not be surprised, but uh, yes, big, big spoiler warning. So if you don't want to hear it, you definitely want to tune out for what's that? That's going to be our third segment, isn't it, Paul? That's going to be the third segment. That's going to be approximately about an hour into the show. Um, What I will do is... I will go back, and this is this is a little service I'm going to be doing for our listeners. If you don't want to be spoiled on episode six, and you know what? I may have to do this for Mando as well, my friend. 
Really? You think? I- um, and not episode six, episode nine. Well, yeah, because we do have some UK listeners and they still don't have Mando. Yeah, look, um, any, they still don't have Disney any, Plus. Anybody, anybody in the UK that listens to us is going to be, uh, you know, getting their hands on that, you know, the episode of the Mando, whether they're sailing the high seas or whether they're using a VPN, um, that they'll be watching it one way or the other. They will be watching it. <laughs> All right. And, well, and, and that is not an endorsement. For, I for will that. That then do it. I won't do sa- it for Mando. Yeah, we, no, no, no. We, we won't do it for Mando. I mean, I agree with doing it for the movie because you know you should at least give uh, you should at least give it a couple of weeks um, for for, for okay, the movie. Okay. So what what we're gonna do at the beginning of when we're talking about episode nine, what we will do is I will give you a time code to fast forward to in our show. Um, I'll go back in post production. And I will give you guys a time code. You won't hear it live because I won't know <laughs> until the end of the of, of everything. But I will go back in post-production. If you're listening to this on a podcast format, then y- you will have a time code to fast forward to. If you are listening to us live on our Discord channel, this is what I'm going to do. I will do another listener tag when it's time to come back and listen to the ending, because we have an ending this week that you do not want to miss, Neil. Oh, no, no, no. People do not want to miss the ending. They really, really don't. Absolutely not. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful, lovely ending. Better than... Yes, this ending has been in the works for, oh, I would say probably 44 weeks. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, some endings are good, and some endings are just, you know, so bad you, you want the end to end. But, uh, yeah, people aren't going to want this end to end. Well, well uh, as I said, we're not going to. I don't want to hear your opinions on Rise of Skywalker yet, Neil. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you crap. I mean, right I, I know you're giving me crap. I mean, for, for starters, let, let, you know, I mean, while we're on the subject of ends, end of Rogue One, ending to a movie ever. I'm just putting it out there. You broke up there a lot on my side. Did you say worst or best? Worst. Worst ending. Worst. worst ending. Worst ending for a Star Wars movie ever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, that is the end of the Escape Podcast. <laughs> we'll no longer be having any sort of a... Uh, no. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I'm really, really taken back by that. You, you're taken back by that? Let's not that's, digress. Okay. Yeah, we are. We are digressing let's here. Not digress. Let's not digress. Let's not talk about the piss ball ending to Rogue One. Let's talk about Hoth. Hoth. Back to Hoth. And returning to Hoth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Returning to Hoth. Hashtag back to Hoth. Hashtag return to Hoth. Hashtag mm-hmm. damn it, CG, make it easier. How did we do? I think did relatively well. Now that's you know we, it, it wasn't like one of these uh, you know campaigns where we got overwhelmingly supported by hundreds and thousands. Um, it was more uh, uh, you know um, a vocal minority. Uh, I put something on Reddit. You know we put the video on my channel. We put the video on the Escape Pod channel. It got more likes than it got dislikes. It got lots of views. The comments and the interactions seem to be relatively positive uh, the, the the reddit post got the kind of half and half i expected to a bunch of people just kept on 
with the uh, opinion that yeah, they're they're, they're not going to not do it because the GET two currency is just too important, and you know, trying to get through to these people and say, well, um, if you're trying to get your gas or you're trying to get your Malik up to seven stars, well, then Hoth makes a lot more sense because you're going to get twice as much of that currency than you are of the GET2. And let's be honest, most people are still just going for that five-star uh, negotiator or a five-star malevolence. And the out of those two, it's... Uh, it's well, I've got I've got it at I've got it at six, and it's at halfway halfway uh-huh. through the sixth star uh, for for my personal one, and I still went back to Hoth, and not because not because I came up with the idea or anything like that. Uh-huh. I wanted to make a statement to CG to say, you know what, you, you said if people did something that was measurable, that you that you would take that into consideration. I'm really hoping that it was measurable. We gained subscribers on the, on the channel. We gained, uh, um, there were a Mm -hmm. lot more likes than dislikes on the escape pod as well. well. We, um, on, on Reddit, what did you get? I mean, we got some positives, um, just to, uh, uh, just to say, you know, a couple of people just did some one sentences. Uh, everyone doesn't want to complain, just more of this sub, uh, or bless your heart. Uh, I don't think this is going to go the way you hope. CG doesn't care if you do Hoth. Uh, back to Tamaril. Uh, unfortunately, some in my guild are choosing to do light side geo. I'm trying to convince them otherwise, but I'm starting to gout to doubt my guild can help make a difference with making a change to light side geo holding hope though so uh, you know uh, yo nev my guild is returning to hoth bay you know so there was there was you know, i think that we'll there see. were some people and, that did want to do and, it yeah. but were in guilds that didn't really want to do it and didn't see the point in it and uh, I, I, what what i saw was more i won't say i saw more negativity i think it was a third positive a third apathy and a third just not caring. So I, I wouldn't say it was 50-50 split. I'd say it was I'd say it's been more of a three-way split. A third of people looked at it positively right. and wanted to join in and did join in. And uh, they were uh, very, very um, supportive of uh, uh, our efforts to try and return people to Hoff to you know, work with the numbers and see if we can get CG to recognize something like that. And then there was the third that were just apathetic that were like, you know, CG doesn't care. They're not going to listen. Doing this makes no difference. It's not really negative. I, I wouldn't put that down as negative. I would put that down as, uh, as apathetic. So, you know, when it's not matter, it's not going to matter. That's right. Apathetic. Right. You, you've said, you've stated that. Yeah. yeah you, you've state you've stated that uh, time and time again. And it's, and it is it is what it is. We've tried. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope we've done enough. Mm-hmm. And so the only I. thing is, is we will see. We will see exactly. We, we will, will see. see. Now, now let's uh, let's try. You know, we've got uh, uh, right up until the top of the hour here. You know, we've got about another fifteen minutes or so before we have to we have to throw it to a commercial and get back in time for Thaddeus. Um, and we got a lot to talk about. Uh, one of the uh, quick things that I'm going to talk about real quick is the Hux rework. Um, you know, honestly, as as we said in the open, it could have been much worse. They took the Hux rework and they said, all right, fine. It's going to be for just first order. Your entire team has to be first order. So you can't do the mix and match or use Watt to gain an advantage. 
I'm okay with that. What about you, Nev? Well, I, I, I think a lot of people were excited at the prospect of Hux being a plug-and-play uh, character, a bit like uh, uh, Thrawn or Hermit Yoda. Uh, I think that that was genuinely exciting. Some people, I know that there were a couple people, uh, theory crafters, but they weren't marquees. No. They were not. Uh, they were not marquees, though. And and mark and, and a marquee shouldn't be that powerful technically. Even though I mean, Bastille is. Well, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't the power thing. The. I mean, obviously, he, you you could take him to gear twelve. That that was a bug. That was that was something that CG left in there because they didn't test it. If they had some beta testers, it it probably wouldn't have got through. Um, I, I'm thinking more of a uh, you know the, the controlling uh, the control nature. You know, w- w- Hermit Yoda is brilliant because you can control. Um, from character to character to character, who's going to be getting called for assist and you get to do all of the heals. And that's one of the reasons why he's such a great plug and play. Um, likewise with Thrawn, Thrawn's exactly the all same. Right. Hux, I think people were excited at the prospect of some really, really good theory crafting with him. And now that the nerf has effectively um, uh, made him redundant from a generalized use of him and kind of shoe shoe boxed him into first order I, I get that he is first order so his specials should just be for the first order um well i'm but, sure uh, there's more there's going to be lots more first order coming out in the next uh in the next few you know in the next few months with the whole um with the whole movie and all oh, that. So, gonna, you know, I we're going to get a lot more marquees. So uh, yeah, I imagine there's probably going to be some more first order characters coming out that he works really, really well with. So, um, yeah, yeah. And it, I'm, prospects and I am still thinking, quite good. correct. And I'm thinking that it's going to be along the lines of what we saw when the whole Revan, um, the Knights of the old Republic thing came out with Revan's, uh, because apparently there's 15 characters, uh, supposedly needed for these uh, galactic uh, galactic heroes or whatever they uh, whatever they're going to be called now um uh, was it galactic legend galactic legend <laughs> yeah it makes me laugh so galactic so it's a legend. legendary and There's a galactic. One galactic legend it's a galactic legendary yeah you f- you feel that way you feel that way don't don't project on everyone else jedi knight luke skywalker is gonna be jedi knight jedi knight luke skywalker will be the one true galactic legend when he comes out i'll be happy when that See, happens That'd you're projecting good. i just hope i've got all 15 characters when he comes out <laughs> 15 you mean 50 for galactic luke skywalker oh, God, anyway yeah, galactic legend luke skywalker yeah <laughs> galactic legendary luke skywalker epic confrontation uh, marquee buster oh, blah blah God. blah yeah um all right so they released uh shoot i clicked on the wrong thing they released a game update uh just recently and in that game update they just laid out a bunch of uh, content update um they removed four dot mods from mod shipments um they also I know that was so good. Yep. That was so good. I was like, when when T Money when T Money mentioned that on Twitter, I was like, literally, yeah, baby. At last, they gave us the bacon sandwich in the shirt in the shop. Um, mm-hmm. They let's see. Yeah, it comes at fleet data cards, fleet packs, and shipments. Not in any of the other. I, I can't use my uh, Zeta monies on a fleet shipment. 
or anything like that. <laughs> um, Heroes of the Resistance, um, they they gave us a new fin, which we'll get here t- uh, get to here in a moment. Uh, but they also released a bunch of packs. Relic Cargo Pack, Festive Relic Pack, Jolly Festive Relic Pack, Jubilant Festive <laughs> Relic Pack, Holiday Gear Grab Pack, Daily Holiday Kit, Daily Holiday Character Bundle Wampa, Hermit Yoda, General Kenobi, Darth Treya. So they've given us a bunch uh-huh. of yeah. uh, a bunch of adjective festive packs, and it it I think it's just another another extension of the hyperdrive bundle, Neil. Yeah, it's um, I, I think they kind of anticipated that there would be a a drop off um, on spending immediately after the hyperdrive bundle, and uh, being in a shard that had a lot of people purchase it, I, I, I've got to say I'm seeing it firsthand. I really am seeing it firsthand. Uh, a lot of accounts that, you know, a week ago bought the Hyperdrive bundle, that some of them did continue to wail. They bought extra shards so that they could beef up that one squad. But I'm seeing a lot of accounts that bought that Hyperdrive bundle that have kind of stagnated. So they've just used what came in the Hyperdrive bundle to boost their squad, and then they've kind of stopped. Um, and these holiday packs, these holiday bundles, I think these holiday bundles are really, really, really going to um, uh, 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 potentially coax some of those people that made that initial $100 purchase. Um, it, it might coax them to buy some more. You know, the, 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 clearly the people that bought the hyperdrive bundle then did no more spending are looking for bargains because we okay. know that the yeah, hyperdrive true. bundle was the bargain of the century. And I think that, I mean, I was kind of hoping that this wasn't going to happen, but now I'm looking at these bundles. I'm it was at least. Oh no, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll say this. It was at least the bundle of this decade. Yeah. That there will never be another bundle like it. You know, this bundle is like the, in the, the holy in this grail. Decade. There will never be another bundle like it in this decade. In, there will not be another no, bundle no, like it. The, the, no, no other, no other mobile game with microtransactions would be crazy enough to do this. Um, and and like you said, you know, now they've got the holiday, right. holiday bundles <laughs> coming out. It's definitely going to be it's going to be interesting to see people buy them see see because there's going to be lots of credits in there there's going to be lots of crystals in there and it's going to have lots of those little bits and pieces in there that will just give extra boosts and extra fluffs to people's squads plus a few extra shards okay well um right and you do know neil that us here on the escape whale podcast as referred to by uh, mobile gamer Yes. The Escape Whale podcast. We do like to talk about the new characters, and we have what I'm referring to as RHF, Resistance Hero Finn. Uh, you know, I, I are, are you inspired by his kit? Do you think that you're going to rally around him, Neil? Do, do, you, do you like this kit? And if you were someone uh, that, that whaled, would you I, be whaling right away? Just for the, what the character can do, I I don't care. Uh, I I don't care about characters and what they can and cannot do um, when their marquee releases until they're farmable. 
you know um, once it becomes farmable it's a case of right okay how expensive how long is it going to take to farm this character is it worth it then i look at is their kit worth the time and the effort and the grind to farm them but before that i don't really think about it because i'm free to play um and if uh, if i started looking at the kit and it looked absolutely awesome and it looked really really good um i i'd start thinking oh no i'm, I'm worried i'm going to be coming up against people but um i will say his kit is good it does look like he's got um a resistance version he's he's a resistance version of thrawn he does a turn meter swap uh which i think is nice it makes a change you know that was kind of a unique mechanic to thrawn which made thrawn such a good character and they've given it to a resistance character now and uh finn I don't know why they threw the hero in there. They, I mean, I, I get that it's a second Finn and they need to put some other name there, but I don't know why they just call it Resistance Finn. Well, if you go watch a movie. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, we had, uh, you know, we had Princess Leia and then we had Rebel Officer Leia Organa. I mean, they didn't call her, you know, Rebel Hero Leia Organa. It was just Rebel because she was Rebel Officer Leia Organa. Um, I just... I, I'm just a bit confused why they would throw hero in there. It's not something it's not, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not a tag that they've, or sorry, a tag. It's not something that they've put in the title of uh, other characters they, they, they haven't like done dark side, you know, uh, villain, Darth Vader, you know, <laughs> the villainous Darth Vader. Maybe, I'm sure maybe, they maybe, will. Maybe if they bring out another version of Darth Vader, they would have to come up with, you know, Dark Lord of the Sith Vader. You know, I don't know. Who knows? You know, I just think. Well, he, we hero, do have hero. We do have Sith. Yeah, we do have Sith Order Trooper now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that they've they've thrown hero in there. It's like it because because people don't know who he is it's like oh he's a hero he's a he's you know he's a resistance hero it's like oh is he really yeah yeah it, see it says resistance hero it's in the title so you know for those that don't know that he's resistance hero you're it's being telegraphed to you you know for those people that look at that character and go <laughs> it's finn <laughs> so uh yeah <laughs> so all right so uh i mean we got we have just over two minutes. Uh, was there anything else this week that really struck you that we can't save for the final segment? Hmm. Let me think. Mm, just, just goodbye to um, uh, uh, a friend from the uh, from the shard. Uh, the uh, kind of sad, really, that it's happened. But um, Saitor has mothballed the. Um, the project, the farming project, um, oh. because of the uh, the bundle, because of this hyperdrive because of, bundle, because of this hyperdrive bundle, yeah. Um, and I, I must admit, uh, when when he announced it in his uh, Discord server yesterday, I was absolutely gutted. Um, I, I get it, I understand why he's done it. The project is one hundred percent dependent on the ability to be um, successful in a free to play format, and the free to play format is dead. Um, in the early stages. So uh, I right. understand why he's gone and I tip my hat to you, Saito. I hope, hope you come back with a new project and uh, I hope you kick ass at it, mate. 
Uh, I'm sure he will. He's he's a numbers guy like me. All right. So to explain what's coming up here, coming up after this break, we're going to be simulcasting. If um if you've never heard us before, you're going to be hearing us on Thaddeus's channel in a in an escape pod format. We are going to be live on Going Nerdy with talking mando where we talk about the mandalorian we're going to be focusing on episode uh, seven of the mandalorian here this week and then coming up after that we will be spoiler alert we will be talking about rise of the skywalker on that same thing after a break um even if you go away come on our discord channel you know mute the tv uh mute the uh, stuff until we are done and we'll give you a heads up you do not want to miss this week's ending this week's ending changes the game of the escape podcast aren't i right neil oh yes it does it does <laughs> all, right. all right stick around guys there's more coming up right after this live simulcast right here on discord and on thaddeus's channel of going nerdy on youtube right here on the escape pod cast the Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at Micaiah's at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast now offers our faithful listeners a way to show their support via merchandise. Declare your allegiance to Team Paul or Team Neil with official shirts. Get a story time with the llama button or magnet. Or just represent the show by getting an official logo hoodie. There are now even Team Scotty and Team Heinze options available too. Become an official Potawan today. Check out the merch at escapepodcastaways.com. And now time for something completely shameless. Huh? I wonder what that could be. What's this? Hmm. A package? Oh yeah, this must be the new droid I just purchased. It's finally here. Alright, let's bring this inside, open it up, and see what we got. Let's get this out of the box. There's a lot of packing peanuts in this thing. Oh boy, that thing was heavy. Hmm. Alright, instruction manual. Here we go. Okay. Congratulations on the purchase of your refurbished droid from Derelict Droids. Blah, 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 blah. Warning? Yeah, be careful to... Nah. Nah, who cares? Can't be that important. Quick start instructions. Ah, there it goes. Okay. Quick start instructions. Ah, power on. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Switch A next to joint C. Like an Ikea furniture manual. Ah, there it goes. Power on. Designation N0. Imprint 0. B. Please, Please stand, stand by. by. 
Imprinting. Please stand by. Please. Imprinting. Please stand by. Please stand by. Come on, I don't want Imprinting. to waste. Come on. Scan complete. Imprinted, Imprinted on creature. Preparing. Greeting. I am designation N00B. Are you my new master? Yes. N00B. I am your new master, Hellenix. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. Due to this unfortunate series of events, you are replacing a protocol droid I used to own, whose logic circuits and vocal processors could not seem to properly state my name. You shall henceforth address me only as Master. I am not your master, Hellenix. I am a droid. I am incapable of owning a sentient being. It's a violation of my programming. This is what I get for buying a refurbished droid again. No, no. N-O-O-B. Master. Understood. Hellenix. No, no. N-O-O-B. Master. Hellenix. Oh, God. And why does everything have to be so goddamn difficult? Ah, well. Well, at least my new droid has arrived and is up and running. And the timing is perfect. Now, I could get back to listening to The, the Escape Pod Cast with your hosts... Paul Anthony, and Neil Andrew Ayer. Take it away, boys. I have a droid instruction manual to read through. Let's see here. Blaster technology. Ooh. Scope. Carbide. Gaussian. Additional fee. Seems like you just can't get ahead nowadays. Coded transmission. Agent N-0-0-B reporting to the llama. Arrived at suspect's location. Suspect. Hellenics. Visually identified. Investigation commencing. Reports to follow urgently. The Escape Pod cast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, welcome into this uh, next uh, segment of the Escape Pod cast. And guys, you know, we are, are we live right now, Thaddeus? Hold on. Three. And we are live. We are live. I can live see us. Right We're live. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? We're live on both Going Nerdy's channel and currently on the Discord server. And we are, we're, we're talking Mando. Yeah. Uh, uh, right now, Neil, you are, uh, you are muted on, uh, you are muted on the Discord. Um, uh, what do you call it? You're muted on Discord. I don't know why. It's currently deafened. There, there we go. go. Okay. Okay. So this week's episode. Yeah, let's let's uh, get let's into jump it. Jump so into we it. Are talking. We're talking Mando right now. We are not spoiling episode nine. We are no. simply talking Mandalorian. Uh, you know, starting off on on this one, um, it, a forty-one minute episode. And when they talked about the sneak peek, I didn't know that it was going to be something else. Um, so it yeah. was it was a fairly longer episode, but it, was. it certainly was uh, certainly was short ish. It yes yes it was. Uh, every moment was perfect, but I, it 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 just it just it. I wanted more. I wanted all the more. Well, that's because. That's because it ended. Uh, well, we'll talk about the ending here. Uh, but honestly, the the previously was truly a best of the moments of the six episodes beforehand. I mean, that was 
perfectly timed with bang, 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 bang about everything that happened. Um, and we start off with Carl Weathers giving Mando a lowdown on the city uh, since he had left. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it was... I mean, he 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 said, you know, come back. Um, the light, the client's making it hard on us, and you come take out Warner Herzog, and I'll let you keep the kid. Yes, yes, I loved seeing I loved seeing Werner Herzog back again. Okay, and I don't care what anyone says, Werner. I don't care what anyone says. Carl Weathers is Carl Weathers. He is not Grief Karga. He is Carl Weathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he's not running the guild, he's talking about soups and broths and uh, stews. That's that's what he's doing. Those yeah. are my thoughts. No, no I just <laughs> yeah, as, soon, as soon as I saw that transmission, I'm thinking to myself, okay, clearly it's a trap. Clearly, mm. there's a double cross. But it was oh, like, where's it? I just didn't know. I was like. Where's the double cross going to come from? You know, I just didn't yeah. know where the double cross was going to come from at all. So, yeah, I knew that was a trap. I knew there was going to be a double cross. I just didn't know where it was going to come from. So, yeah, I was oh, I was drooling within the first five minutes. I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I, I'm right there with you, Neil. I thought that they would be working together, that, uh, the, the, that Carl Weathers and company had had teamed up with the empire empire the 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 remnant there and and it it was cool to see the change it was cool to see that that wasn't necessarily the case but um also i gotta say guys i've been talking about this for weeks now weeks and i said that we are going to get a crew and he's going to put a crew together and and what did he do at the start of the episode, man? He he geared up. He got his crew, man. He got, he got his up. freaking crew. He that did. was he had, awesome. He, he headed to Planet Gina, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. He, what it's called, yeah, yeah. yeah, Planet Gina. And you know she was in a uh, she was in a knife uh, wrestling knife fight with another guy. You know yeah. looked like a <laughs> look, uh, looked like uh, a knight brother. Yeah, um, and uh, you know. He he went there, and I wrote in my notes that Mando is apparently recruiting a crew, just like you said. So I was, I was, I was, really I was giddy. I'm sitting in my my at my desk, and I was like, <laughs> just like, yeah, giggling, that's what I was like, giggling. Yeah, so, you know, it, we we had the thing where she has a. Um, Those yeah. are my thoughts. No, no, I just yeah, as soon as soon as I saw that transmission, I'm thinking to myself, okay, clearly it's a trap. Clearly, mm. there's a double cross. But it was oh, like, where's it? I just didn't know. I was like, where's the double cross going to come from? You know, I just yeah. didn't know where the double cross was going to come from at all. So yeah, I knew that was a trap. I knew there was going to be a double cross. I just didn't know where it was going to come from. So yeah, I was oh, I was drooling within the first five minutes. I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? absolutely absolutely and and i i'm right there with you neil i thought that they would be working together that uh the the that carl weathers and company had had teamed up with the empire empire the 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 remnant there and and it it was cool to see the change it was cool to see that that wasn't necessarily the case but um 
Also, I gotta say, guys, I've been talking about this for weeks now. Weeks. And I said that we are going to get a crew, and he's going to put a crew together. And and what did he do at the start of the episode? Man, he he geared he, up. He got his crew, man. He got, he got his up. freaking crew. He that did. was he had, awesome. He, he headed to Planet Gina. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Planet Gina. And you know she was in a uh, she was in a knife uh, wrestling knife fight with another guy. You know yeah. looked like a <laughs> look, uh, looked like uh, a knight brother. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know he he went there, and I, I wrote in my notes that Mando is apparently recruiting a crew, just like you said. So I was I was I was, really- I was giddy. I'm sitting in my my at my desk. And I was like, <laughs> just like, yeah. Giggling, That's what I was like, giggling. Yeah, so, you know, it, we we had the thing where she has a um, she was talking about how if she returned to the New Republic, that she would get a life sentence. Yeah, but just, she's a rebel though. So I I think there, there's got to be something else. There's got to be something that that we're going to get in season two, maybe just like sneak peeked in season two, maybe season three or whatever. Um, but we're going to get her backstory. Um, there was an interview with, uh, the Mandalorian, the, the guy, um, Andre Pascal. Pascal. thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm terrible with names. Um, but there was an interview with Mandalorian and he, or with Pedro Pascal. And he's like, look, um, she is like the, 1.25 main character, right? If the Mandalorian is the main character, like she is a close second. And so I'm thinking that we're going to be getting a great deal of backstory with her. Um, definitely on the show, but I wouldn't be surprised at all to see books, comics introduced about her backstory, about her life. Um, very curious to see how that plays out. As long as that it ain't Chuck be- Wendig writing them, I'm happy. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, you know, with that being said, you know, the um the you said the 1.25 main character. We all know that's that's the child. Come on. Okay, so like 1.5, right? Okay. And and let's face it, 0.5 is the main is the main character, which is the child. The child is the main character of this show show. The Mandalorian <laughs> is the second main character, and then Cardoon is the third, clearly. Um, so, I awesome episode. Loved it. I loved seeing Kara. I've got a question, though. Real briefly, do you think the Mandalorian stopped in a specific village before he made his visit to Cardoon? I was gutted that we didn't see the hot chick again. <laughs> I, I'm a little shocked that we didn't see her. Um, I'm not surprised necessarily, but like I could have seen that play out in a certain way. So, Paul. but it was only a 41 minute episode. If it True. was longer, maybe she would have. Maybe he, we would have seen him stopping there. But we all yeah. know oh, that yeah. the Mando that he the Mando stopped. stopped by the village. We all know, and he and he did not take his helmet off. Um, <laughs> now, there's a lot now, of jokes that can be made there, but I won't go into them. Now, I will say this: um, when he gets Kara into the ship, mm-hmm. um, she he says, "Go ahead and pick one." Then she picks a grenade, 
and then a pistol <laughs> and then a rifle and then a sniper rifle. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> he's like, one. He said, pick one. <laughs> one. <Exactly. laughs> I. Um, okay, so then I, I, I like every moment in this was full. It, it was jam packed. It was so that conversation between the Mando and Kara that the child eavesdrops on. I like I know that they're not going to show us the in between when when you know the child and Mando are kicking it, you know, hanging out and 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 talking. Um, but like I wonder, I absolutely wonder if if what the child knows at this point because i i feel like as he heard that conversation hence why he went and decided to pilot the ship that wasn't a hey i'm a 50 year old in a three-year-old's body um that was a i heard what's about to happen and i'm gonna make a change because my life's in jeopardy yeah right me no one go back me no one go yeah. back yeah and so <laughs> and, and and, and they said, we need to find somebody to watch that thing. And lo and behold, we end up next on planet McNulty. Yes. Oh, okay. And I don't know if I said this. And and I got I wish that I would have. But I, in my mind, I freaking called it. That the, that the Ugnaught would go back. He'd scavenge IG-11. He'd put him back. To, the, whole, the whole concept showing the love. <laughs> the Ugnaught put that Q, uh, quill. Yeah, Paul, into... you got your IG-11 back again. I did get my IG-11. I was excited. <sighs> yeah. Um, but the, the whole show that, that showed the love that, that Quill put into, like, resurrecting this character, uh, this droid, was awesome. I I freaking loved it. That was... that was so, It was heartwarming, but it was also... Just a wonderful. It was wonderful to see. the The only thing that was missing from that montage, right, was the the song from the Carpenters. Loving you is easy because <laughs> you're beautiful. Yeah, that was the only thing that was missing. We should uh, we should form a trio and and, and hang out and, and make music. Um, Somebody needs to edit that scene and yes. put the Carpenters <laughs> loving you music in the background. That's what somebody needs to do. Somebody in the yeah. chat, go do that. Go do it. Now, now speaking of the montage, though, the montage of afterward. Did either of you laugh when he dropped the box on the lizard? Okay, I didn't see it the first time, but then when I rewatched it. I, I was like cackling. I didn't laugh. I went, oh. <laughs> I went, oh. Like, because yeah. it was an unnecessary, you know, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, once again, Neil and I disagreeing on something. <laughs> I, I laughed my ass off that a yeah. lizard died, Neil. Yeah, but I, I don't, I, I, I just don't, I don't find it funny when life is needlessly taken. That's it's just a me. But that's Star Well, I guess it's not funny. I mean, I was gonna say, but that's Star Wars. Star Wars life is needlessly taken all the time. Um, I probably didn't laugh the first time I saw episode three and Anakin went into the like the, the Senate chamber or the, the Jedi Council chamber. Um, but every time <laughs> since I laugh, I, and mostly it's not that, it's just because of all the memes that have come out since then. Um, like you know, there's 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 this one meme going around. It's like, hey, uh, 
wrap a Christmas present with an empty box, and then if your kids are bad, throw it into the fire. But there's a meme with that and says, well, what if you run out of kids? <laughs> with Anakin Skywalker. With Anakin Skywalker. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Master, that's Master Skywalker, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know that kid's like, that That doesn't answer the question, Master. What What are we going to do? Ah! <laughs> um, so, yes. I mean, but I, I laughed. I laughed at the lizard. I but But again, I was so connected to queel during those moments and and because because if you look at like all of the ex the the episodes with him in it it's very loving and caring and and very hey i'm here for you even though you're i don't know who you are right he's a very open character he's a very he embraces and 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 he has spoken and he has spoken that's because he Um, came from indentured servitude like he said he had to yeah. work his ass off <laughs> to buy his freedom, you know. Yeah. So he 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 kind of you know uh, he he probably has uh, um, a lot of expectations out of life um, and kind of you know reveres it because it it, it was so expensive for him. Yeah, yeah. And one of, and one of the things that I loved that sorry for interrupting no, you there, but but uh, Quill basically told the Mando told the Mando. Do you trust me? Then you will trust my work. I mean, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I, I wrote in, in my notes here, loving Nolte's character in this show, so many quotes that come through so well. And Absolutely. honestly, if there is another character that I believe that defines the Mandalorian show other than Pedro Pascal, it's actually Quill. Yeah, I can, I can and understand I that. And you have spoken. Now, now with that, I will say... Um, I I love Star Wars. I love the movies. I love the cartoons. But let's face it: there's a lot of crappy dialogue in Star in Star Wars films, right? There's some really badly, poorly written. Oh, there's work. some there's some really really stinky cheese in there. Yeah, but I I love the the way that this is written. The interactions. I love that the Mando doesn't just. He's not like over the top loquacious. He's not super talkative um but but i love i just love the way that it's written it's beautiful like it's really well done and so far we have uh mr crab is quill because of the size the size difference and then zero lom as i called him is Mm -hmm. ig11 the droid Mm-hmm. And then we, the replacement for the uh, Twi'lek or Tonks, as we called her in the last uh, talking. Because we we, we aren't sure Gina, that girl. it's not Tonks. We're <laughs> we, not we sure that this isn't a crossover between <laughs> Harry Potter and Star Wars. Just throwing so, that out there. So at this point, I'm going all right. So if Thad was right, that leaves somebody to replace uh, Murphy. Was it? Or I forget his name already. Uh, but to replace Bill Burr's character. Mm-hmm. Would that have been Mando? But then, right then, you know, we we do have we do have uh, the child. Yeah. But we saw in this in this next part, we saw Gina and Mando arm wrestling, and and the child did not like that they were arm wrestling. No, he, he thought that Gina was a threat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
And, and this is where Neil loves it. Moment. Oh yeah, no, the, the the force choking. Yeah, I just I thought to oh. myself, you know, because it, it, it it's it's based purely on this relationship that's been building up and up and up. You know, he 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 is totally on board. You know, for for all intents purposes, the Mandalorian is his new daddy. Yeah, you know, Mandalorian equals daddy, and if daddy's in yeah. trouble you know baby yoda is going to come to his assistance and uh you know when 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 gina started getting force choked i was like oh my god this kid but it wasn't just here's the thing it wasn't just that he was doing it it was that he almost looked like he was it i i hesitate to say enjoying doing it it was almost like they put <laughs> evil eyes on him for a second um, as if the, the people making the episode wanted you to recognize that a, what he was doing was misguided. Yeah, dark side. Clearly, dark it, side, it was yo. dark side. It was dark side baby Yoda, yeah. you know? Um, you know, it was baby Yoda after, you know, with, fo with food after midnight sort of thing, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> Gremlin Yoda. Mm. Um, and, and one of the things that, that and, and Pawn in my chat in, on, on YouTube makes a great point. He says it's so out of the box for what we've seen. You have this adorably cute character who uh, Disney has patented somehow the cuteness um, of baby Yoda. And, and you see him then do something that we as Star Wars fans know to be so dark and, and so sinister. And, and even though he's doing it to save or, or to protect what he, he views as his, his father, his caregiver, um, it is so out of the ordinary and, and, and contrasts his character, as we've seen it so far, um, that it's just a powerful moment. Hmm. While at the same time, it's not out of context, but because we've seen him protect. Well, uh, the thing, the thing, the the thing yeah, with the scene maybe. was, was we knew it was coming. But what we didn't know was coming was the force choke because we saw mm -hmm. him kind of do his squint and put his hand up. Yeah. And I, I was thinking to myself, ah, oh, we're going to get some comedy relief here. He's going to do some kind of Jedi battle meditation and make it so that the Mandalorian wins yeah. the arm wrestle. That is what I was expecting. And then my expectations were completely blown out of the water when you just see Gina's eyes go. And mm -hmm. it's like, and I'm, I'm thinking, oh my God, yeah. he's force choking or what the hell is going on here it's like yeah. totally blew me away and then they all look at him like whoa 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 kid no oh no no shit mando had to like explain no 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 it's it's okay it's okay you know yeah so well, that was so, a, yeah. after, after that we had a fight between uh between quill and kara um mm -hmm. and then uh quill basically said i'm gonna make this make the kid a new a new pod a new egg an yeah. armored egg um, and then it was time to head to head back to the planet Apollo Creed. Yes, um, planet okay. Apollo Creed. I am liking. So, I, I made this comment the other day. The last time we were talking about this, if I were to make the egg, if I were to rebuild that for Baby Yoda, I said that he would have a tank. Yep, you I'm, did. I'm just <laughs> saying that that we don't know what's going to happen in Episode Eight. We don't know what Quill put into that that and he may have put some self defense mechanisms to be that's what that's what I'm hoping. But we'll we'll that'll be later. Um yep. 
So hey, after Bolo that, Creek. we get the camping. Well, we we land on there, oh. and he has uh, he has three friends with him. One mm. that I noticed, um, and it's they're not often in Star Wars series, but the Cadiz Nictu, the Green Nictu, mm. um, yeah. which is the same that uh, same thing as um, the the comic relief character of Resistance. Yeah, yeah. So we saw that, but during this art. Uh, you know, during the camping scene, all of a sudden, uh, they're they're attacked by a bunch of flying creatures. I think um, they were crate dragons. I crate thought dra- they were Minox, but crate dragons. I thought they were crates. crate dragons. The close captioning did not tell me what it was. It said creature yeah. screeching. Yeah. So I was like, ah. Yeah. So, uh, but they're poisonous, and and they they. They snap Car- Carl Weathers, right? They they eventually run him off, which was cool. But uh, one of my favorite bits of dialogue, and this is what I'm going to do if ever I feel myself dying, I will say, so this, how, this is how it ends. Oh, this is how I go out. You know, um, as overdramatic as possible, you know, just so the people around me kind of cringe. Like, oh, is he really dying this way? All right. Um, so this is this is the part. Um, this is the part where um, the the most controversial part of the episode happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the child came over to help, and correct me if I'm wrong, Neil, but this is the first instance of forced plastic surgery and medical assistance that we've seen. Right? Yes. It I is. mean that, that that's more of Star Trek's thing. And, Hold on. Um, you know. There has been. Yeah. There, there is fourth. There has been. You see, uh, just 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 to give you my extended universe perspective. When I saw the, I saw Baby Yoda coming over. I saw him putting his hand on him, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, we're going to see some false healing here," because in the extended universe, there have been situations mm-hmm. <clears throat> where Jedi have uh, Jedi or people have been injured, and a Jedi force healer has placed their hands on the person's body. And I think there was one instance during the Yuuzhan Vong anthology where a jedi healer uh, sorry a jedi was scratched by i think it was a vonsk um or a creature of some kind poison was in and the person used force healing to remove you know to excavate the poison from the body and when i saw baby yoda put his hands on carl weathers that was what i thought was going to happen that that is, I, yeah. I I I just assumed. I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, you know, we're gonna get some, we're gonna get some false healing here. What yeah. I was not expecting to see was instant healing, and I'm thinking yeah. to myself, you, you, you've you've got you've gone way 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 past the mark here. You've gone too far. It would have been believable, and it would have been Jedi lore to see the um, uh, the poison seep, you know, come you know seep out because that's what's happened in previous extended universe stories before when someone has been scratched that the poison can be removed from the body but the wound takes time to heal so yeah. removing point using the force to remove poison from a body that's part of law that's been done before <laughs> but to instantaneously heal you know a huge gash on an arm yeah that's brand new and to me that was over the top it was just it was too much because it was it was just <laughs> sorry, too much sorry for those uh, lo- looking at the camera and me flailing around my laptop almost died <laughs> I, I couldn't find where the battery was <laughs> oh um but but to that extent and i'm i will have to go back and and 
reread it, reread, restudy it. But there's two. There's a duology in the extended canon called MedStar One and MedStar Two, and it takes place in during the Clone Wars, and it follows essentially it's Mash for Star Wars, right? Um, it's it's Jedi who, yeah, it's Jedi with the with who are healing clones and it's it's really a really cool moment but was it instantaneous and that's that's what i don't know because i haven't had time to go back and look at it um i've actually been thinking about medstar one and medstar two for a couple of weeks now because i've been thinking about how uh new tv shows are coming out and i'm like a mash tv show featuring jedi would be kind of oh. interesting <laughs> but all right so we, we, we can't, we can't yeah, we can't dwell on this for too long because yeah. there's so much more that happened and we've got Six uh, just a few more minutes yeah. here. Um, you know, Apollo Creed then has a change of heart and he wants to help the Mando now and he help, he kills the other two uh, guns for hire. And then the plan to, to capture uh, Herzog begins, mm -hmm. the client. Yes. Um, so what they did is they they had Kara capture Mando, if you will, mm -hmm. and Quill takes the child back to the ship. I worried though because IG Eleven is there, and who is Mando more afraid of, Imperials or yeah. droids? Droids. Um, that being said, Quill tells Kara to cover her stripes, but nothing about that damn tattoo on I her. I know face. the See, tattoo I under her eye. I what's still don't do? get like, that. What's, it's such what's a continuity error. Like, put mud on her face. Throw yeah. some concealer. Put, well, mud. Yeah. Put, no. Throw some black. Uh, black under her. Uh, eyes. Yeah. I mean, that, that probably would make more sense. But um, so <laughs> we, I, we do. We do get the last person. Uh, Carl Weathers is Bill Burr. So good call on that. Yeah. Um. So so we get this, and then what? What I'm thinking is, or, so then what happens is they go through, and there's way more troopers than what Weathers had told him, right? Yeah. And it's a huge problem, not only in the city, but also in the actual, you know... In the canteen. It was the cantina. Can they, they'd taken over yeah. the cantina for all intents and purposes, yeah. Yeah, um, which makes sense. I mean, if you're going to take over somewhere, might as well take over the place. Take over the pub, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you agree with that, right, Nev? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, the... the <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Werner Herzog is whole. It has this uh, imperial symbol on his chest now, um, yes. but he then has to step out and take a call, and it's from Moff Gideon. Mm. Um, and just as, just as he's taking the call, shots ring out from outside. They just killed the client, and now there are death troopers standing outside of the bar. There's six of them with yeah. a whole bunch of stormtroopers joining. Fun fact on this. They hired people from the 501st to stand in as some of these stormtroopers. Did you know that? That's so freaking cool. Yes. Yeah, That's so freaking that cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then after that, we're, we're almost, we're almost to, the, to the big reveal, and then we're going to have to take a break here in a second. Yeah. An Imperial TIE fighter comes down. It had foldy wings. Yeah. Was that the first time that's ever happened, Neil? Um in yes that is. The, the, is the, it? The, it is the folding the folding folding tie fighter wings. Yes. Okay. All right. So so first off, stormtroopers, death troopers, that was awesome. Um clearly paid more than the ones in the city because they had nice shiny clean armor. Yes. 
Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is it, I think it puts the d- distinction between who was Moff Gideon's and then who was uh, acting for the for the client. Uh, what's interesting though, again, yeah. is uh, what I don't know. Like I just, I, it just the, the level, right? I didn't think that the client was answering to Moff Gideon. That seemed I, that threw me right. Because it seemed, I mean, am I wrong? That seemed that the client was answering to Moff Gideon, like that. Yeah, he, no, he was. was. Well, the next, and the next thing we, the next thing that happens is Mando makes a distress call. Mm-hmm. He makes a distress call to uh, to Quill um, oh. to to get that kid back to the ship as soon as possible, and that call was heard on all channels. The yes. speeder, the speeder troopers heard it. They took off. The shot was that the speeders have Quill in sight. Then they took a shot to <sighs> Quill, who had the ship in sight. Yeah. And then, who, who wants to who wants to to say what happens next? So Quill takes a spill. Right. Um, we see <laughs> the Mando calling. You know, <laughs> keep calling. <laughs> He keeps going after. He's like, Quill, Quill, respond, respond. And then you see the child on the ground. And like a 1980s skateboard movie, the um, guy in the speeder swings in, picks up the kid, and, uh, and, and drives off. Right? And man, my, you, see, you see Quill lying on the ground, um, smoldering. Mm-hmm. And I, man, I gotta say that this is. <clears throat> I had a lump in my throat. Hard. I had a lump in my throat. Yeah, and there was, was a hole in me. my heart. Yeah, Quill. I mean, and and because you love him, like he's only in about four episodes. I mean, he's half the season, you know, third of the season. But my goodness, like I grown so accustomed to Quill that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm praying he's not dead. I'm praying that IG-8, IG-11 finds him on the ground outside the ship, takes him in, and once everything's yeah. done, you know, there's some miraculous rescue yeah. at the end of episode eight and, and Baby Yoda heals him. That's, I've, got my, yeah. I've got every bone in my body crossed for that. <laughs> I mean, forget, yeah. the fact well. that, forget the fact that the speeders knew, you know, what direction to go. I mean, there's 360 degrees that they could have gone and they went in the precise degree direction of him. So, uh, well, I mean, it, if, you, if you take out fiction. that, yeah, <laughs> if you take out that one thing, um, you know, but, oh man. Yeah. I was hey, glad I, when that happened. So, so let, let's get to it. You know, we have seven days until we find out what happens here. Infuriating. Um, let, let's, uh, Thad, you give your best car rating. I'll give my best car rating. Neil, you give yours, and then we will take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I, as I mentioned to Paul after I had watched this episode, uh, even, even the death of Quill, it didn't detract from, from it. It was every, it was bit by bit, scene by scene. Everything to me was perfect. Uh, I, I loved this. My best car is five out of five. You, you literally took the words out of my mouth. Five out of five Beskar rating for this, and uh, you know, I think I think we finally have a unanimous decision. No, we don't. You got. We don't. We I'm, don't. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking point one away for the over the, oh. for the over elaborate use of force healing because that bugged me. Okay. All right. Now, now with that, 
4.9. And I'm going to say that statistically that's within the margin of error. Mm -hmm. So Neil, Neil could be wrong and still have a five. He just might be uh, statistically inaccurate. And so this is a 4.999 repeating. So this is the highest score that we've given an episode yet. (laughs) With that being said, guys, on the other side of this break, uh, we are going to be going into episode nine spoilers. If you're listening live on the uh, listener lounge, we will tag you again. If you want to go into the loading dock and talk with fighting drunk, um, he'll be hosting a non-spoiler talk of the movie. Um, if you are listening in a podcast right here, the time code to skip ahead to is one hour and 42 minutes. To fast forward to if you want to avoid episode nine spoilers. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> yeah. So we will. So for my channel, we will be talking us from here on out. This is uh, talking Rise of Skywalker. If you have not seen it, please don't ruin it for yourself. Even if you don't want to see it, Nev, Nev has no intention of going to see it. Probably will never see it until it's on TBS or something. Um, All right, good. I've got a funny story. We'll go into it. Again, Let's give get me the one commercial. second to throw it to break on the, uh, on the Discord channel. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back here on the Escape Podcast and on Thaddeus' channel live. Going nerdy. The Escape Podcast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127 that's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at MikaiusMods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello and welcome back, Escape Padawans, to Storytime with the Llama and the Escape Pod 
podcast for kids. This week, being the holiday season and the time of year that's mostly spent with real-life family, we are talking about my tips to being a great guildmate to the rest of your guild family. The first tip, and you've heard me say it many times before, it is crucial to find yourself a guild that has the same playstyle as yourself. If you're an active player getting your 600 tickets a day, a vacation guild is definitely not the right place for you, and vice versa. Save yourself and the guild a headache and get yourself somewhere that matches how you want to play the game. My second tip, pay attention to the guild times, both raid and ticket reset. If your guild is running the heroic tank raid at 3am your time and you won't get a chance to hit it, that doesn't really help your progression much because you won't be able to get the extra gear by getting in the higher tiered ranks. My third tip, communication, communication, communication. Ask for advice and direction, especially if your guild has more veteran players in it. Let them know when you're going to be away from the game, that way you don't end up getting kicked in the middle of TB for inactivity and lose your rewards. My fourth and final tip, being that it is the giving season, is to always make sure to donate gear to your guildmates. While, yes, most of the time you're all clamoring for the same type of gear, but donating that carbanti or stun cuff helps your whole guild grow together. And besides, if you donate to them, next time you need some golden eyeball salvage, they will be more inclined to help you out as well. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the llama on the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. Hello? Yes, Constable Thaddeus. Did you take a look at the tape I sent you? Wait, it was? Well, then I guess we know who our guy is, don't we? No, no, don't say anything to him. I need to get the arrest warrant before we can apprehend Scotty's killer. Meet me in orbit. The Escape Pod cast now offers our faithful listeners a way to show their support via merchandise. Declare your allegiance to Team Paul or Team Neil with official shirts. Get a story time with the llama button or magnet. Or just represent the show by getting an official logo hoodie. There are now even Team Scotty and Team Heinze options available too. Become an official Potawan today. Check out the merch at escapepodcastaways.com. Hey everyone, this is Biscuit Weasel here, coming live to you from the Escape Pod cast content creators network. I'm sure some of you have seen my latest videos about General Kenobi countering the Millennium Falcon and Rebel fleets, as well as my top 10 Zeta videos for newer players, but I want to help you guys personally. If you head on over to patreon.com slash biscuitweasel, that's weasel with a Z, to check out my new Patreon rewards. And while they last, the first 10 people to sign up at the $10 level will get the whole $30 package for their first month for free. That's patreon.com slash biscuitweasel. Remember, that's with a Z today. Hey there, Escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. 
So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the escape pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! The Escape Pod cast. Welcome back to the Escape Pod cast and simulcasting on Going Nerdy's channel with Thaddeus of Going Nerdy. Neil joining me as always. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your last chance to back out. We are going to be talking episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. Spoiler alert. So So if you if you are um, if you're listening on the show, you could go to the loading. If you don't want to listen to it, head to the loading dock fighting drunk. uh, I I don't know where he went, but uh, um, I don't see him in the in the thing. Um. And and people weren't hearing me talk. I don't. <laughs> I totally didn't hear the hit the button. You guys will be able to see that this is your last chance to yep. uh, to do to back out I'm if you don't numbers. want episode episode nine spoilers. <laughs> but all right, and I'm gonna start us off with the biggest one, Paul. What um, did you think? Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold on, are we, are we still you, waiting? You do realize that we're still looking at a burning Vader right now, right? Yeah, I know. That was part of the spoiler. Oh, right. Okay. Ah, Just check it. All right. Now, let's start with the biggest one. Paul, what did you think of Baby Yoda showing up as, like, adolescent Yoda? Wasn't that weird? I I mean, it it was totally, totally awesome to see see teen Yoda. Yeah, I loved it. Teen Yoda over Teen Groot, nine times out of ten. I am Groot. I am Groot. Yeah. Did, yeah. Is you think Neil's buying it? No, I don't. I Dang. don't think so. All right. Yep. All right. Oh, I, I will be. I will be watching. <laughs> I, I, I have to. I have to say, <laughs> I am being dragged to the cinema to watch this movie <laughs> on Sunday by my dad, who All has right. not watched episode seven or eight. But he just fancies watching episode nine. Hey, let it let him go. <laughs> let him go. And and enjoy the time with your pop, man. Um, okay. So So we start out by Kylo Ren basically hunting down um hunting down Darth Vader's uh Sith Wayfinder. <gasps> yes. So yes. so he hunt he hunts that down. He finds the Oh, I got! I totally lost the name of it. Exoplanet uh, of the Sith. Exegol. That's right. Uh, of or the Exegol. Uh, something like that. Ex- Exegol. 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 The uh, yeah. um, the hidden planet of the Sith. You know, you've seen it a million times in yep. old canon, Neil. I know. Um, but it, basically, we find that Palpatine is still alive, held by a machine. What did you think of the Snokeball machine? Okay. So I, that was the biggest shock here because what what bothered me was a few things about this. I, I liked it. I thought it was cool, but I, I wonder how it all ties in. So Snoke was the clone. I mean, he, he was a clone. Is that is that wrong? Am I wrong there? Snoke was made. He was fabricated. I don't think he was a clone. Uh, he was fabricated. Well then, that uh, would okay. by that would by default make him a clone of something. Of something. Well, still, of something. he's still cloned. True. Yeah, he's, he's still, still cloned. a cloned being. And 
And so it it was weird. Like I gotta say, as I was watching it, I was thinking about the episode or the um the trailers that had we'd we'd seen, and a lot of the trailers really just depict the first act. There's not a lot that you see outside of that first act that that introduced that's introduced or even shown in 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 the trailers. And I thought that's that was very, very interesting. Um, but yes, that that whole moment seeing seeing Palpatine, um, and 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 that whole group of of people, um, was was interesting for sure. Uh, I'm curious, and and I've said this before, and I sent it to uh, my channel. I am very excited to read book nine. Uh, I've I've enjoyed books uh, one through eight so far even eight i think book eight actually made episode eight more enjoyable yeah. for me yeah um, especially especially with uh with the scenes of of luke's lucid dreams if you will yes, yes. i loved that about the last jedi book yes and so i'm i'm very excited to to experience book nine because i feel like there's going to be a lot of stuff that they're going to be able to go into more depth with, you know? And so that, that actually excites me. Um, and I think one thing that I think we will see a lot more depth with is the whole tra Kylo Ren moving to Exegol, Exegol um, his discussion with Palpatine. It, we'll, we'll see more of the, the different yeah. acolytes, the Sith acolytes that were there. Um, it was cool to see that, though. It was cool to see acolytes and not Sith Force users. Right? Yes, and and they they were they were part of the Sith group of the Sith religion. Yes, yes. So after that, we end up uh, getting the very to to me awkward scenes with Leia. Uh, yeah. it, it, it felt it felt it felt really tough to see, you know, just these casual nonchalant responses and then this body double being used <laughs> so i that wasn't as much an issue with me like i i didn't that didn't bother me i i thought the the scene there there were only a few things that really pulled me out of the movie and and leia wasn't one of them um at all and i'll, I'll talk about what what did here in a bit but <laughs> Um, Leia didn't pull me out. It was, is it the phrasing? Am I? Uh, what, what, what do you got, Neil? What, what do you got? You're over, you're over there. Uh, oh, I'm just, I'm the, just, uh, hey, I'm just enjoying my honey Jim Beam bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might be the only way you get through this movie, Neil. It really to be honest might. with you, I, I'm going to need to drink to get through tomorrow because, um, because he hasn't. Wait, he wants to watch episode eight. <laughs> before we go to the cinema to watch episode nine and i'm trying to point out to him it doesn't make any bloody difference <laughs> just watch episode nine so so okay um yeah, epi episode nine and, and let, let's go ahead and just say it there was a lot of retconning essentially being done through episode nine yeah, of I, episode I, oh, eight. That's, that's all i've heard okay. is, that's all i've heard is shade shade being thrown on eight retconning on eight which makes eight superfluous and episode nine basically being two movies in one movie i've i've heard the two movies in one movie but essentially i also look at episode eight as 7.5 
I mean, it, it picks up almost immediately after uh, episode seven. I think it's days even, um, and in some cases even hours, right? But like, I, okay, there, I don't think there was as much wreck. I didn't see the retconning at least. Maybe I I was oblivious to it. Well, t- um, tell tell her who her real parents are, and then people, at the yeah. end. And then at the end, where Luke was like, "I made a mistake." <laughs> yeah, it, you, I, you could have essentially okay. replaced the, uh, Luke saying, "I made a mistake" with Episode Eight made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, we we hired Ryan Johnson. So, um, <laughs> no. So here's here's the thing. Okay. Um, back, so back to this, and we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Uh, episode nine introduces Ray as a Palpatine. This is a theory that has been going around. I know. This is a theory that's been going around since episode seven, right? Uh, The only thing that bothers me about this is it's a mint. I don't know if it's meant to try to humanize Senator Palpatine, but it doesn't like it, it doesn't, it doesn't do much for Palpatine, right? But he had a child who was of his blood who then okay. had a child, which was Ray. Right behind me, Darth Vader comic uh, number 25. Yep. The great comic. S- great comic. The the Marvel re um the recent Marvel run of Darth yep. Vader. What I'm showing you behind behind me, terribly, I might add, <laughs> is that um Palpatine is Darth Vader's father. Yeah. He, infused the baby that shimmy was carrying with the dark side of the force so technically he's anakin's daddy yeah technically palpatine is anakin's daddy so anyway back to which 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 makes which makes ray and kylo related second it does which makes the kiss Yes. At the end, very strange. Very, very strange. Face it, Ray was being trained by Leia. It's not that strange. No, no. Right? She's like, hey, if you ever get the chance to kiss your brother, <laughs> slash cousin, slash cousin, right? Kissing cousins. It, it ain't I, illegal. That's right. <laughs> In a galaxy that's, far, far away. That's right. <laughs> and well, it's it's not illegal to kiss him. I mean, it's the marriage that I think, in this country at least, that is li- illegal. I don't even know if it's illegal. It's just maybe it's just frowned upon. I don't know. Um, but the the moment where we saw Ray going through that initial training, it's the training scene in in uh, what do you call Was it? it a in, montage. In- it was. It was, a was, it, was it like? Was it? it le- yes. It was okay. Compare. Compare said training montage to the Luke Yoda training montage on Dagobah. Okay. Give I'll me give a frame. I've got a frame I'll of reference. You, but there was, was no. There was good? no Leia. There was no Leia training her specifically. It was through a droid. She was running an obstacle course. It was not anything like the Luke one. So it was a crap. So it was a crap training. So it was a training montage, not it, a it, good. It wasn't crappy. No, no it, I actually it wasn't it. crappy. No, I actually it enjoyed it. It so it shows it, it shows Ray's frustration in training, and and I think that was very crucial to building on who she, building on everything that she's gone done so far, 
Right, and she said um, she didn't. Yeah, because she wants it. Saber. She wa- she's a millennial. She wants everything instantaneously. N- no, no, she <laughs> no, doesn't want it instantaneously. Yeah. In fact, Neil, she she gives the lightsaber back to Leia, that, yeah. saying, "I have not earned this lightsaber." Yeah, and I thought that so was a cool moment. I thought that was a very cool moment where she's like, "You know what? I'm this isn't mine yet. I I'm not a and and again, it. I think that is in keeping with the whole Padawan." Um, master dynamic where you have to earn a lightsaber well no you, you don't earn a lightsaber you make your own lightsaber but but I, you, you you're given a training right lightsaber okay you earn the uh, right I, to be trained as a jedi I, and, i'm gonna go into a little bit of spoiler about um spoiler about fallen order for a second okay um at this point you know when you go to an ice there's an ice planet uh, we all know it's Ilios. Was an ice planet. Ilios. The, the scarring of Ilios that the Imperials had done was very similar to Starkiller Base. I thought Ilios was Starkiller Base. That's what I think as well. So I think it's been th- confirmed. There was no there was no way that she could have created her lightsaber from a kyber crystal from Ilios anymore. So yeah. the lightsaber was all she could get. Yeah, yeah, and and but I, I thought that was really cool. I think um, had Carrie Fisher survived, I think there would definitely be more. Um, there would have been more training. There would have been more. It would have been a longer film, you know, yeah. spe- specifically in this first act because it's it's Ray training and she's got the force powers. She's strong with the force, um, but. It's it's problematic because you so know. The, you know we we end up we we, we really got to kick it into gear here because we we're trying to finish the entire <laughs> show by eight thirty and you know what we're gonna go a little bit over the top yes. of the hour it'll be all right uh, we still have time for the blockbuster ending at the end of this show yes okay so um, yeah, on, on the escape forward. podcast go so forward. they'll have to come over to our show um, and I'll do a full review after my second. Second come break, join us. come join us. Okay, go ahead. Uh, oh. So, you know, it, it all comes down to the fact that they're, they're chasing after this thing. Ray thinks that she kills Chewie after oh. unknowingly using force lightning to try to stop Ray, to try to stop Kylo from uh, letting this ship escape. Yes. Okay. I, I have many, many theories on, on, on this. But I'll, I'll say I'll say this: that was a heartbreaking moment for me. As I saw that, like I almost started crying. Like it was, that was powerful. And <laughs> I and, leaned over, <laughs> I leaned over to Christy and I said, "Well, he never got his medal." Yeah. Well, he did. Okay. Um, but I. So, oh man. Yeah. No, I've I've cried at the death of Chewie. Yeah. I was I was actually upset because my first thought that is was that is a terrible way to go, and they they forced lightning they blew him up and they didn't drop a planet on him. They should have dropped a planet. Should have dropped a planet on him. Yeah, that's I the mean, only way to kill Chewie. The only way, the only way that Chewie gets killed. Um, drop a planet on him. I I did love I did love the introduction and the attire for uh, Lando Calrissian. I yes. was very excited to see to see him back and to see him doing his thing. Um, 
like he's clearly being a player. I mean, let's face it. That whole celebration is Burning Man on a different planet. <laughs> I mean, they are all drugged out of their mind, probably just partying and probably why time. Lando's there. Because exactly. I mean, come on, Lando is the coolest cat in the galaxy. Exactly. He probably organized it. Let's face it. Um, that was that was awesome. The moment. What here? Here's the thing, and and to sum it all up, Episode Nine is about redemption. And it's about the choices that you make as a person leading to your ultimate destiny. And it, it's, it wasn't done in a way, in my mind, that was preachy. But it was done in a way that gave me hope for humanity. You know, like if we just make good choices, if we just, and even when we make bad choices, like uh, patricide, you know, so we see, (laughs) right. So we see, we, we get this redemption that you're talking about in the form of the, the battle that you see on the, on the, um, over the, over the water in, in the trailers. Um, all of a sudden Ray gets the upper hand even you know because uh, <gasps> Ray gets Kylo, the upper hand in a fight against well, Kylo. Kylo <gasps> oh my god! This, um, this oh, this startling moment. Ray gets the upper hand, takes his lightsaber, and mm-hmm. runs him through um, by igniting the lightsaber, kind of like how he killed, uh, how Kylo killed Han. His Han, yeah. And then at the response of that, at the the return of that, or like after she sees what he's done right now now this was i will say one of the the things that bugged me and this is part of the reason why i feel like i need to read the book because it's not explained well in the movie um is is leia's role in that whole dynamic so leia reaches out to kylo right during this fight scene yeah she feels the fight going on she gets she gets his attention yeah, that's that's exactly how how it happened. Leia got his attention. Leia got Ray's attention, both, and Ray kills just, him. Like they got distracted, and Ray took advantage of it. Yeah, and so so Ray 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 runs Kylo through, and then this is the only connection to the Mandalorian. Ray well, was the reason. It was the reason they had to do it on the Mandalorian. Yeah, because until until then we had not seen. I am not listening to you. That's fine. (laughs) We we had not seen this happen before in 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 old or new canon. Yeah, not like this. Not like this. And 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 it plays a crucial part. She heals him. There we go. We we didn't mention that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, she heals him. Right, he's dying. She heals him. Um, sorry, but, sorry. What was that? Was was that? Um, so, so Ray beat Kylo in a lightsaber duel. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, yeah. one of the things while why why I didn't necessarily care for. I mean, the Palpatine thing I was okay with. Right. It, it wasn't how I wanted to work out, but whatever. Um, one of the things that I did like, and they they do bring up, and and it does seem as a con- continuity as it was meant to be in continuity um, is that Kylo and Ray are, a, he calls it a, a duet or um, 
something to dyad. that effect. Dyad, dyad. Thank you. A dyad in the force. And, and the idea is together they are more powerful, right? And it's, and that's, that's something that stays in keeping with, with what we've seen. We've seen dyads duos in the, in the force, right? Chewie and Han are a dyad. They might not have, they might not have the force power, but they still are a dyad that, that has a positive influence in the force. The Sith yeah. are that way. Um, the, the, the triangle that is uh, the father and, and children of Mortis are, are, they are a dyad. They are a dyad. Yeah. Keeps a balance with the father. And so I, I felt like it was in keeping and then it wasn't well, te- so well, out of this. the ordinary. So technically, Mortis could have been, uh, you know, Mortis assumed Palpatine's position, or Mel- Palpatine assumed Mortis's position. Yeah. The father and the daughter, uh, or the son and the daughter. Uh, uh, I mean, technically, a grand, a great grandson and a granddaughter. Yeah. Are are Ray and Kylo? You know, yeah. there you get the, the there you get the triad. Wait, hold now, on. No, 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 that, that completely discount. Yeah, no, forget it. I was going to say that completely, <laughs> that completely discounts Shadows of the Empire, um, which was a, you know, a, a graphic novel series that explains who takes over the remnants of the Empire after the Emperor dies. But, you know, what the hell? It's just, you know, two decades ago, you know, it's only something I invested, you know, part of my life into thinking, Hey, this is, this is a cool way that for the empire to go after the, after the emperor dies. But you know, you know, to that. Neil, 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 don't you have a drink to finish? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) So, so, um, so Thaddeus, let's get to the very, let's, I mean, I, I hate to, to rush this, uh, but let's get to the very end. The final battle. Palpatine, um, Palpatine lures Ray. Um, she she is able to assume the uh, control of the of Kylo's old uh, wayfinder, and she gets yes. to Exegor. Yes, um, and she plots the course for all the resistance. So you see the big fleet battle. You get Star Wars in that way. Yes, um, but she gets she she. Basically, Palpatine lures her in. Mm-hmm. They're at they're at Exegor, mm-hmm. and the next the the thing is is that Palpatine is saying, "All right, you are you are my child. You're you're my grandchild. Yeah. You will inherit this throne. Now the ritual must be completed. Kill me, and assume your place on the throne." And I liked the concept there because what does she have to do? She either has to sacrifice her friends for for the, the greater good, right? Um, or she has to uh, kill her father, kill her grandfather, and and become take his place, and then sacrifice the galaxy to save her friends. And and I liked that concept. Yes, Neil. Go ahead, Neil. Bullshit. <laughs> Palpatine never wanted to hand anything off. Palpatine wanted to live forever. 
Now, they didn't want to hand it off to a son or a daughter or a granddaughter for that matter. That's J.J. Sorry, sorry. That's Jar Jar Abrams just making up shit as he goes along. I'm sorry, but the Emperor never wanted to hand anything off. He wanted immortality. He wanted to rule the galaxy under an iron fist forever. He never wanted to hand it off to bloody anybody. I, I agree. I agree. But but the concept that they introduce here isn't one that's super far from from the old canon. But no, it it, is, but it is. No, it, it no, is it, precisely it, for that reason. It is. It is so far from the old canon for that exact reason. Everything about Palpatine was he wanted to live forever. He wanted to rule forever, and he didn't want anyone killing him or removing him. You know, he wanted to be the all-powerful Sith and have an apprentice. I mean, the whole purpose of uh, the whole purpose of of wanting to turn um, Luke Skywalker was so that he had a younger apprentice. You know, yeah. If Luke had had kids, he would have wanted Luke dead, and he would have wanted his kids as his apprentice. He wanted to be the person there, the focal point of the Sith forever, and he just wanted to keep recycling his bloody apprentices. You know, if 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 in this story and if in this movie he'd said you know you are destined to be my apprentice to rule the galaxy at my side that would have been more believable but to say you must destroy me and take my place unbelievable if they if they put that in the story when i read that in the leaks that would have been more believable and that i would have looked at and gone yes yes that is Palpatine at his essence, wanting someone to mould in his image. And if he had a granddaughter as his apprentice, teaching her the ways of the dark side of the Force, that's what he wanted. So why the hell Jar Jar Abrams did the whole... It just it, it's a complete and it's a it's a hit and a miss. It is an own goal, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so uh, and and I'll say this: I I agree with you that that Palpatine always wanted to rule. But what you're talking about is ruling via, like, what do you call that? Ruling in absentia, right? If he's training someone, uh, what's the goal of training the next person? The goal was always to have, there was always In perpetuity. In perpetuity, right? Um, But again, the the idea here is the the way that this takes over, the way that the Palpatine is presented in episode nine is he would embody her right the the everything that the sith are would then go into ray and then right. he would continue to to rule but within ray right it's kind of the tra- tra- concept of transfer of essence uh and then yeah, which is a ripoff of Dark Empire, which is what he yeah. tried to do with, um, which is what he tried to do with Anakin when Leia was pregnant with Anakin Solo. You know, the actual yeah. child of Han and Leia. Yeah, and so it's <laughs> it's a similar concept they are taking from uh, the old canon and tweaking it. No, no, no. They're they're, they're taking right. one tiny aspect from old canon, making he's yeah. taking something from old canon, making it his own, and just hoping that people who are hardcore Star Wars fans don't realize that he's ripping it off without paying homage to it. Because, you Uh, know, normies ain't going to realize that. Because normies ain't going to read Dark Empire or Dark Empire 2. And definitely not with this. So, so, we're running over. 
<laughs> we are, yeah, we're definitely running over. But guys, uh, thank you, Thad, so much for coming on for uh, for simulcasting this. Um, we will have more uh, more of our discussion um, on on all of this coming up at a later date. Maybe we'll do a do one next week before I leave uh, uh, before I leave on my trip to Galaxy's Edge. So yes, yes. So all enjoy right. about so, too, Paul. I, I certainly will. Now, uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in um, to Talking Mando and Talking Skywalker. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this quick, guys. Remember to smile and stay nerdy. The Escape Pod Cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at MicaiahsMods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Heinze from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinze on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content and not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinze today on YouTube, a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Previously on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast the airlock. Wait, 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 what? Airlock? Scotty, Scotty, the, you said we were going to the bridge. The last segment of the show is the bridge. What the hell are we doing here? Well, welcome back to the Escape Pod cast. And yes, Paul, I'm actually heading to the airlock. No, so... Okay, you're heading to the airlock. What? Okay, explain yourself. Explain yourself, Scotty. But look, I'm uh, I'm heading out now, and I will not be leaving you for good. And I'm getting myself ready. I'm ready to go, Scotty. Scotty, wait, wait, wait. You, you, you... Scotty, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. What? You're you're breaking up, Scotty. But there's no pod inside that airlock. I know you don't want me to go, Paul, but I have to. This pod's going to take me to safety. Scotty, Scotty, there, there's, there's no pod inside that airlock. Do that, push the button. Do that, push the button. 
Don't mind if I do! Scotty! Scotty! Oh, God! The Escape Pod. Cast. The Bridge. And welcome back to the Escape Podcast. Uh, Nev, do we do we understand why Scotty put put the the previously in? Um, I'm not quite sure why, mate. No, no, no idea. That's that's a bit odd. That is an unusual previously, though. It's it's, it's definitely one of our longer previously on the Escape Pod casts. You know, but you know, sometimes it happens. All right. Anyway, let's let's move along here. Um, you know, we were talking about um, we we wanted to give our thoughts on what we think is coming for twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, I'm excited for the future of this game with what they've already shown us with the journey guide. I mean, hey, I'm 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 glad you're I'm I'm glad you're optimistic for the future of this game because I ain't. Well, they they did post uh, that we will not be seeing the Galactic Legends in December. A lot of people uh, thought that they were uh, uh, there was going to be some speculation that it was coming, but they will be revealing the requirements over time in the mm-hmm. game. And they will be making um, they'll be making an announcement when they're ready. As Galactic Legends represent some of the most notable characters in the Star Wars universe, and are an exciting new step for Galaxy of Heroes. So, you know, uh, Galactic Legends that I would love to see. Let, let's depart from that for a second. Galactic Legends we'd love mm-hmm. to see. Of course, we got Kylo and Rey. We know that's coming. You said earlier, uh, you know, Jedi Luke Skywalker. I think that's great. Do you want young or old? It's got to be. No, it, it has to be. Uh, it has to be um, the uh, original trilogy Jedi Knight. You know, it's got to be the guy. It's got to be the all in black Luke Skywalker that faces Vader and Palpatine on the Death Star. It has to be. Has to be him. It's got to be. It's got to be Boss Luke. It's got to be Boss Luke. Boss Luke. <laughs> so we have Farm Boy Luke, who I'm sure is the other Luke. Luke, and then we have Commander Luke Sky, <laughs> Commander Luke Skywalker. Who's Commander Luke Skywalker? What, what would we call him in that re- retrospect? Um, well, he's not Bitch Luke, and he's not really Boss Luke. He's Naive Luke. Naive Luke. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that one. But uh, I mean, that the 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 whole legendary thing. Um, does have um, it does have a nice ring to it um, it would enable CG to bring in a plethora of characters from the extended universe it really really would uh, but the, the fact that they're doing that they're you know setting it off with Ray and Kylo doesn't it, it doesn't fill me with the warm fuzzies you know that I I I've always been of the thought that you know legendaries and epic characters. I I think there should have been a demarcation between legendary and epic. You know I I think you can have all the legendaries that you like, but your epic characters would have then been your Palpatine, your Revan, your Yoda. You know I I I always think that's how they should have 
you know separated so the characters think- you know i look at i look at do- ray and i look at kylo and i think no they're not you know you you're 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 trying to force us into thinking of these characters as like legendary epic characters and people are either going to think that or they're not you can't force everyone well, there to are, think of them that remember way. we're playing a game that was originally something created uh, based on something originally created for children. Star Wars was originally created for children, and we see that with Episode One, Two, and Three. We see that with Seven, Eight, and Nine as well. You know, and I- I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm excited when a kid wants to dress up as Ben Solo. I'm excited when a kid wants to dress up as Ray. You know, I I'm I'm very excited for the fact that. You know, it's all about, um, it's, it's all about this, this kid sort of, of atmosphere. It may have been that in the past, but it's not been that for over, it's not been that for decades. It's not been that for decades. That may have been what its original conception, and that may have been what George Lucas conceived when he was doing the prequels, you know, uh, uh, from the um, from the late nineties to the uh, to, to the early noughties, but that's not what it is anymore. Come on, Paul, that's not what it is anymore. We are not kids. We're not. We are not children. This is not being aimed or made for children anymore. It's a franchise. You can't keep referring to Star Wars as this big, encompassing franchise and then fall back on, oh, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's just movies and games made for kids. No. No, it isn't. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it as this epic IP and this huge legacy and this massive, massive saga and then go, oh, yeah, but but it's just for kids. But you, okay, we can't have it both in ways. the listener lounge. It's not just for kids. It, okay, in, in the listener lounge, uh, Hellenic says, "How many ki- kids flicks have decapitations or limbs being lopped off? Some of them do have decapitations, and and, and Lego figures lose arms in the Lego Movie as well. Yeah, but it's you know, Lego. And and at, I'm gonna also just point out, you know, the Wampa lost his arm in Return to Hoth. Slave Leia technically wasn't uh, children friendly, as Ray Rock points out. You know, so yes, um, it, it this may have been just for kids. It's it's PG to PG thirteen, PG to PG thirteen, and PG to PG thirteen films so, have nonetheless fans. And they do have adult fans, but they also they're they're not all and only adults. Yes, but you you've got to remember that a PG thirteen film kind of requires adults to take the kids to them, so the movie has to appeal right. directly to adults. You know, I mean, it's like the Toy Story movies. Toy Stories, you the parents still have to take the kids to the movies so they so what okay, do they do but, with okay, the toy story, the toy movies? story they put movie stuff in it that appeals to the parents the, the nostalgia feeling for the, how, for the how, parents okay we're, we're we're getting close to we're getting close to uh to having to speed okay. up here um and, and i'm going to make this point you're talking about toy story toy story 3 i'm an adult and i was still terrified when they were in the yeah, furnace yeah i was okay? quite, i was i was fucking bricking myself when i'm like oh my god they're gonna burn they just i was yeah i was close to tears lumping my throat and everything all right 
So, you know... I agree with the Greek. <sighs> the, ho- the whole kids thing it is a cop-out. You cannot have it both ways. With Star Wars. With... Um, with Doctor Who, with Star Trek. These are behemoths of intellectual property that span generations. So when new stuff comes out, it has to appeal to the plethora of generations that have grown up on these franchises. Okay? They just do. Whether it's animated or live action, it has to. Which is probably um, one of the reasons why The Mandalorian is so universally enjoyed and praised by everybody because it caters to everyone it caters to hardcore fans all right. and normal all right well you know so let, let's let's figure out uh, let, let's let's figure out where we're going from here neil be careful out there i asked you to pilot the ship today i've been dealing with a bunch of questioning about the whole scotty incident and i don't need any more stress Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, you you, you got to understand it was Urza that taught me how to pilot these ships. Um, anyway, our path today has taken us close to an asteroid belt here in the Outer Rim. Why are we even running out this far? I, I mean, are, speaking of running, are you running from something? Did the llama say last week and what she said this week? Did that spook you? You've been acting a bit weird lately. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, uh, these are the uh, uh, these are the coordinates of uh, where we're going from our Christmas episode according to the schedule Black Spire Outpost on Batu. I'm not a fan of being out this far and so close to wild space. Uh, well then uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to like this uh, but uh, we're being tailed by another ship and they've been following us for the past hour and a half and uh, <laughs> they're hailing us What? Uh, yeah yeah they're hailing us uh, with a priority message of some kind um I guess we better take it. I, I guess we better take it. Uh, put it through. Um, they are live. It seems to be coming from... Attention, Escape Pod Freighter 1. You are hereby ordered to come to a complete stop. Wait, wait, wait. Llama, is that you? It is. I'm acting on behalf of the Coruscant Police. You are to cut your engines immediately and prepare to be boarded. Whoa, really? Um, uh, what are we going to do? We do as she says. I trust Lama implicitly. She would not be flagging us down if it wasn't important. So you want me to cut the engines then? Yes. Our freighter is no match for a Corvette like that. Uh, yeah. I have a bad feeling about this. Just do as she says. We'll figure out what's going on. And while we wait for her to dock, Neil, how's how's that whore account coming along? Hmm. Shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. Um. Yeah. Um. Far, far, far too many hyper hyperdrive bundles. Just, just, just lots and 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 lots of accounts with people buying the hyperdrive bundle. So yeah, it's no fun at the moment. Free to play. It's just as I said. It's dead. People are just buying their way to the top and uh it, it, it's 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 not making it's not making things fun top so, 100 in squad arena and top 10 in fleet arena it, it's not what i expected well i mean have, do you have a head count or anything on that yet like how many people you've seen you know hyper driving themselves yet 
Oh, yeah. Um, it's just there. They're all there. They're all level 85. All of us, you know, one day it, it was, you know, some 78s, some 79s, some 80s, some 81s, all in or around where I am. The top five, the top 10, yes, they were all already 85s. They hoarded and then they wailed. That's what those people did. They hoarded and then wailed. Everybody else was kind of like milling around and now all of a sudden it's just every single day oh, you look in Neil, it's Neil, Neil, what, Neil, what, Neil. What, the, what, there, what? there she is Llama Llama great story time this week that you sent over how, how what's going on how you doing I, uh, I appreciate that but you know I'm not really here to talk about the show so much Paul as you heard at the end of story time I found some evidence that I really just couldn't ignore and I have an arrest warrant for who I believe killed Scotty Constable Thaddeus the evidence that Lana sent us including access codes surveillance footage and a review of the audio logs from when Scotty ended up being sucked out of the airlock guys are pretty conclusive the, the escape pod airlock that Scotty was in had been tampered with the week prior after Scotty pushed the button. That's, that's strange. I, I mean, I always check everything after each show to make all to make sure that everything's okay. Yeah, we know. We know. That's why it was so concerning. The airlocks all had safety features on them and were all perfect, except for the one that Scotty got into on the 30th episode. The fail-safes were disengaged using command-level codes that only those with unique knowledge would possess. Yeah, all, all of the escape pods were launched moments prior to the end of the episode. Scotty, Scotty would not have noticed that there was not a pod in the airlock because the doors were all closed. I mean, hey, hey, guys, 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 that is some pretty damning evidence that you are presenting there, Llama and Thaddeus. Yeah, yeah, it is, Neil, and it proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that Scotty didn't kill himself. Yeah, in in fact, she's she's right. It it was an act of sabotage and subterfuge that led to the death of Scotty McLaren. So I'm gonna have to ask you to step away from the ship's controls and place your hands behind your back. Whoa, what? What? Are you kidding me? I will not stand for this. Listen, I can bring you in warm. Or we can bring you in cold. Now turn around. Paul, um, are you serious? I, I have already told you I had nothing to do with the death of Scotty. Paul Anthony, under the authority of Coruscant and acting under the direction of Constable Thaddeus, you are under arrest for the murder of Scotty McLaren. Constable, if you would, please. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can be used against you. I did not do this. In a court, you have the right to a trial by jury. Neil, Neil, tell them. You were there. I did not do it. You have the right to an attorney, but good luck finding one that will accept this case. No, I I will be exonerated, Llama. Llama, Llama, check the tape again. Look Look at the timing of those codes, Llama. Would you just shut up already? Neil, Neil, you know that Um, this feels so familiar. Uh, it is like when, um, 
like when Scotty left and I came in. I, I honestly can't believe it was Paul who did it. Yeah, but, you know, the evidence doesn't lie, Neil. I was asked to find out who did it, and as much as I really didn't like the results, we have to follow the clues. Well, yeah, I, I know that. I get that. And the evidence kind of does point in his direction. And, um, oh, bollocks. Uh, well, well, look, I mean, you've been running story time really, really well recently. You took over from me. And I am sure the Padawans appreciate the service you're providing. But do you want to... Oh, uh, I'm really not interested in being a full-time host. Uh, thank you. But that's really the last thing I have time for. I have Padawans to teach. Ah, right. Then I suppose I need to find someone new to co-host for me next week on Batu. Um, but who would I find in such a wretched, scum, hive place? Um, maybe an Aussie. Yeah, well, you know, I'll send you a docile on someone that I think could help host next week's show. They're a fellow Tepcon creator. No, 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 no. Him? I mean, unless you have any other leads on someone who knows how to fly this thing. <laughs> yeah, but, um, how? You know, no one's ever really gone, Nev. But, Neil, I think it's time to push the button. <laughs> Uh, Neil, Neil, did you hear that? Um, no, I didn't hear anything. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, this this crazy investigation must really be starting to get to me. What, uh, what are you waiting for, dude? Push the button. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, uh, you got it. Just half an hour, folks. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the zoo! Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Meanwhile, in outer space, a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Medicine go down. Medicine go down. Just a spoonful of Paul. Paul got arrested. <laughs> Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog. 